Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Grammar Girl here. This week, Gretchen McCulloch will answer an interesting question. Why do we call people redheads instead of orange heads? Once I started thinking about it, I really wanted to know why. One of the oft-cited illogical characteristics of the English language is why we say redhead to describe people who look like Elizabeth I, Christina Hendricks, or Anne of Green Gables. Any logical comparison of colors would conclude that their hair is much closer in color to orange things, like carrots and pumpkins, than to red things, such as strawberries and tomatoes. So why don't we say orange head instead of redhead? Etymology to the rescue. According to Etymology Online, the word red in English dates straight back to the Proto-Indo-European word roid, R-E-U-D-H, via the Proto-Germanic word roihats, R-A-U-T-H-A-Z, and is also related to words like ruddy and rufus in the surname reed, R-E-I-D. The fact that the word for red is so old is consistent with what we know about color terms cross-linguistically. After black and white, red is generally the next earliest color term that a language is likely to have. Orange, on the other hand, only appears in English after the arrival of the fruits in England. According to Etymology Online again, the term for the fruit shows up around 1300 A.D. from Italian arancia via Arabic naranj, and traces back to Sanskrit naranjas, meaning orange tree. But orange doesn't start to be used in English for the color until the 1540s, approximately 200 years later. What about redhead? Well, it started being said in the mid-1200s, about a hundred years before English speakers were even talking about oranges, let alone the color. We don't say orange head because when the term was coined, English didn't differentiate between red and orange. This is kind of like the way today we don't have different terms for light blue and dark blue, even though other languages, such as Russian, do have separate words for them. So the next question is, why did it take until the arrival of oranges in England for people to have a handy orange object to name the color after? Surely they could have named this color pumpkin or carrot instead, right? Actually, no. Pumpkins were first grown in North America, which means that Europeans had never heard of them until there started to be lots of contact between these two continents. So that would be 1492 at the very earliest. 
But Columbus was traveling mostly between the Caribbean, where there aren't a lot of pumpkins, and Spain, where there isn't a lot of English. So the word pumpkin doesn't show up in English until the 1640s. There is a related term, pumpion, which dates from the 1540s and was used for both melons and pumpkins. But these come in several colors, so they're probably not a good source for unambiguous color terms. This also explains why melon wasn't chosen, since there are several colors of melon. Cantaloupe isn't used in English until 1739, which is much too late. There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are influencers on the internet, which means Tubi is more popular than sponsored posts for digestive enzymes and high coverage foundation. More popular than soft launching your boyfriend. More popular than making boomers explode with rage when you tell them how much you make on a single post. Tubi, it's more popular than influencers. See you in there. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Remember the frustration of trying to memorize vocabulary and grammar rules. Only to find you couldn't actually use the language in real life. Well, there's a better way to learn. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with millions of users learning 25 different languages, and you can get it on your desktop or as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. It's really different. You pick up the language naturally. First with words, then the phrases, and then with sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Grammar Girl listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for fifty percent off. Is it RosettaStone.com/grammar? That's fifty percent off unlimited access to twenty-five language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your fifty percent off at RosettaStone.com/grammar today. So, what about carrot? Well, this word is pretty old, coming into English in the fifteen thirties from the Greek keraton via Latin carota. But there are two problems. First, oranges as a food had been around English speakers for about two hundred years already, and second, the earliest carrots were in fact not orange; they were purple. You can actually still find purple carrots and purple beans and purple potatoes too, at many farmers markets today. But at the time when English speakers started eating them, purple carrots were totally normal, and red and yellow carrots weren't that surprising either. Orange carrots didn't start getting common until the Dutch began cultivating them in the 1600s. One rumor has it that this was in honor of William of Orange, but at any rate, when people started saying orange for the color in the 1540s, carrots were still this weird purple vegetable, and pumpkins and melons were still the same category of food. So orange seemed like the best option. 
However, there's another old food term that managed to do quite well for itself as a pretty illogical hair color name: ginger. The food term dates from the mid-14th century via medieval Latin gingerbread, which is from Greek zinzibaris and ultimately from Sanskrit. But ginger root is goldy yellow and doesn't look at all like the hair of Pippi Longstocking or Ron Weasley. Why aren't we using ginger to mean blonde? Speculations range from the fiery tempers associated with redheads to the bright pink color of the ginger plant, but ultimately there are some questions that etymology cannot answer. Sorry. The article for this podcast originally appeared on All Things Linguistic, a blog by Gretchen McCulloch, and I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl and the creator of the new game Grammar Pop. That's all. Thanks for listening. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem.、Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu/accreditation.